welcome to another prestigious episode of the Hot Mike Podcast. We're in a row. Yeah, yeah man, this roll. may actually come out uh, the week after the last one. Yeah, people, people, people might be listening to this and be like, uh, people may be listening and be like, oh wow, they're actually consistent. Yeah. Now. <laughs> it's, it's only the third one. Hold your horses. <laughs> Wow, that's two more than last time. That's awesome. <laughs> Welcome to season six. <laughs> Welcome to season six. Season finale. Episode two. <laughs> but, uh, actually, we we just came off a pretty decent uh, event, man. The Six Days of Pandorum, I thought it was going to be, in all honesty, I didn't think, I didn't know how that was going to work. I thought people were going to be like, what is this crap? But I think every episode we got got over 100 50 views which is not a lot for a lot of people that's a lot in the promo yeah, world i like the way it was um <laughs> showcased the way it was done live and and yeah. then it was streamed so that you couldn't forward it because i've been guilty more than a handful of times to just skip to my match <laughs> <laughs> and i even watch maybe watch some of the, the my opponent's work and then just watch the 2k version I think a lot of people, uh, like, I think that's what got the, uh, made it get a good reception. I think people in the beginning were like, oh, okay, this is kind of annoying. Mm. But by the middle of the week, um, the people were actually talking to me about the whole show, which is different. Yeah. They only talked to me about the, whole, you know, their stuff. So it was pretty cool. It was a nice little change of pace. I told a little story in between each match. So I thought it worked. Um, yeah. Any day that you like besides your own? No, I only watch myself. No, yes. <laughs> no. Um, off the top of my head, I can't, no. You would think I'd do more research, knowing that we're gonna do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bobby the Brain and journalistic integrity. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so today we got a uh, the six days of Pandora. Actually, you know, before I get to that, uh, you were in the main event of uh, Exodus, man. What happened there, man? That's what I want to know. It just, it just, uh, like I, I just disappeared, and then uh, next thing I know, Laveau is in there with his tight ass jeans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Your ex best yeah, friend. Uh, <laughs> Your ex best friend. I mean, I think what people keep asking me about is uh, why is Laveau getting the title shot? Isn't the UN champion? Oh, ex champion, the number one contender. So, any thoughts on that? You know what? I'm thinking about it. I'll probably announce it one day when I get on a podcast and I get interviewed about it. That's, that's pretty. You mean, you mean when the Hot Mike podcast hosted by David and Diego interviews Diego? No, I meant a real one where, where there's actually credentials behind it. Oh, <laughs> it. I mean, to be on, to be all honest, I really don't know. Like. Oh, if like I okay, I've said this privately. I don't like it when people ask for a rematch right away. Let let the champion be a champion for a little bit, and if it's if it works for the story, um, then interject interject yourself in it because then it's 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 just like like if someone wins a a belt at a pay per view and then they lose it on Monday, what's the point? So, what's your thoughts on uh, LeBeau cashing in his rematch? Uh, you know, some people like to cry. Some people like to win. 
so that's i mean that's just my opinion i mean i guess because it was it was a long it's been a while it's not like from sunday to monday it's fine and it looks it's another story being built between them two which is yeah you know what's crazy my rule for these big championship matches like millennium and independence day um, I always tell the, the, the main eventers beforehand, I'm like, hey, like, for example, like last year with, uh, was it Aussie and Warchain? You know, I didn't, we didn't know Warchain was retiring after. But the deal was like, hey, you know, regardless of who wins, if there's a rematch happening in this, it would either be at Millennium 2 or Independence Day next year. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that that's always like our rule, you know, because we try to, like, build up that. It's almost like the UFC in boxing, right, where, like, uh, you know, Mike Tyson versus this guy. Like, if you want to see the rematch, it's like a year build yeah. up to it. It draws anticipation. And I think I, I agree with you 100%, especially if it's a big promo artist. Like, why why uh, ruin the prestige of your feud with, uh, you know, Monday Night Mike, I want my rematch. Like, ah, uh, that just cheapened it. Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I have the same, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. So that's what. Yeah. That's why I'd rather like, like let let's switch. Hold on to the title for yeah. you know what as you know sure as the rain is going to be, and <laughs> and then maybe he you know at least he got to touch it, and I'll come after it, or maybe I'll go to elite championship. I got to see who I, now. I got to see the potential matchup. Is it Aussie or is it uh, what's his name? Um, the Crybaby uh, Laveau. Aaron, Aaron Laveau. <laughs> Crying Laveau. <laughs> crying Barrett Laveau. Barrett crying Laveau. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so no. But um yeah, let's I now I gotta see. So I, I So I guess the moral of the story is Ivan, if you're listening, stop bitching. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're getting at yeah. here. <laughs> But uh, with that being said, uh, we do have a uh, special guest. We we'll come back from break. All right, want to take any guests? Uh, my first guest, um, someone who needs a little more uh, understanding, someone that is a complex person and no one really gets them. Uh, D cycle. Oh, D cycle. He's actually been asking me for like a year now to be on this podcast. Actually. Uh-huh. I didn't, but no, it's not, good. It's not, it's not. Good because we don't have enough uh, disinfectant to uh, clean the studio <laughs> with. <laughs> well, I guess I, I'll let you be surprised, man. I think you'll be highly, I'm a, highly. Surprised. I'm gonna keep guessing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you'll appreciate. I think you'll appreciate this one. But when we come back from break, we'll be back with our guest surprise. Those of us who can stay home need to stay home. Listen, we gotta all stop, stop the, the spread, spread of COVID-19 COVID-19. and help flatten the curve. So if you can, please, please, please stay home. Here's the plan. Stay home. I'd love for you to stay home. Stay healthy. Stay home. To stay home. Stay healthy. To keep yourself and everyone you love healthy. Stay inside. That's how we can support the people who can't stay home. It saves lives. We're gonna get through this together. Thank, Thank you. Much love. Take care. 
Alright, so we're back in the hot mic uh, break that we just took. I'm and, excited, uh, man. You're excited? You're super excited about our guests? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. It's one of my brothers, right? One of the four? One of the four. No, I don't plan on having any of them anytime soon. What do you mean? I just don't plan on having any members of the four on this season. It's not interesting. You know, we need like ratings grabbers, you know? So I figured one of the, the best four. Ratings. Yeah. So I figured, you know what? Why not grab one of the best ratings grabbers that we got right now? And I figured I surprised you by uh, calling in the new United Nations champion, the Switchblade. Are you serious? Well, it's actually Switchblade, not the Switchblade. Bro, how are you going to do this to me? Like, yeah. Say hi to the Switchblade. No. Jimmy, bro. Bro, on the radio cast. All he's going to do is just. Bro, listen. You can hear them. Switchblade, welcome to the Hot Mic Podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, David. Hey, it's really nice to hear you. Yeah, I know. Instead of me uh, disappearing for months at a time, right? (laughs) Something like that. I'm, who was the other voice? I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. Your, I can't. I can't do best, this. I can't do this. It's your best friend, it's Diego Diamond. No, 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 no. Is it you, Double D? Where are you Goodbye. going, bro? Hey. Oh, how rude, man. Uh, well, is there? I mean, any ideas to why he didn't want to talk to you? Oh, maybe because I've got something that used to belong to him. You know, the <laughs> shiny thing that's around my waist. It just uh, me quite well. Poor Double D. I'm sure yeah. he'll get over it. I'm sure he'll get over it, man. But anyway, uh, Switchplay, how you doing, man? I'm very well, thanks, David. You know, uh, back at home now, out of isolation and uh, feeling somewhat normal. Out of isolation? You were talking about that. So that so you, that means you guys are actually on the, on the road to recovery over there, yeah, I think uh, well, we've gone from a level four, which is where we were locked down, to a level yeah. three, where where we can actually go out and uh, you know feel somewhat normal. Now, to anybody listening, where's uh, where do where do you reside at? Uh, right down in the bottom of the world, New Zealand. New Zealand, that's not too far away from uh, the elite champion, the Tom Alfossi. Yeah, we're about uh, oh, two and a half thousand k's, not far. Now, can you, you do you have to drive over there or take a plane over? There? <laughs> drive? <laughs> uh, we could swim or we could fly. You'd be, su- fly. you'd be surprised how many people were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, we're a couple of islands that are just hanging off the edge of Australia, close to the Antarctic. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. You guys probably, uh, I always get the question of uh, nobody could ever figure out where Switchblade is from. Um, the mo- the majority of the uh, guesses that I always get is that people think you're Samoan. Uh, no, I'm I'm Maori, so uh, we're 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 distant cousins of the Samoans. But uh, yeah, we're we're sort of savage like them, you know. <laughs> with, uh, got hard heads and uh, eat really good food. So you got, so you were born in New Zealand. That like that's what that's your home. Yeah. Yep. Born and bred by Papa, or my genealogy uh, goes right back to some of the early explorers here uh, that discovered our country. Oh, that's interesting, man. 
And then I know uh, a lot of people don't know this, but um, which I think we got we wanted to do little documentaries on um, some of you guys, and you're the one one of the ones we want to do. But you're actually you were training to be a professional wrestler, right? Uh, well, I did a lot of training, and, and uh, I was playing football at the time, and yeah. I caught a really nasty knock to the head, so that sort of put a stop to it. Uh, yeah. Involved with SPW, uh, I do a lot of the uh, commentary, character development, and setting up and packing down of the ring. So, dog's and body, bro. And that's in New Zealand, right? I mean, it's like uh, you guys got one of the first companies out there. Uh, with I'm not going to brag, but I think we've got the biggest company in New Zealand. Uh, we yeah. have television deals, uh, we put on big major events, so we're just trying to create keep that hype going. Uh, down here that's pretty interesting man i mean i know you guys you guys have some names uh go up and uh in and out of that place right yeah i mean we've got uh travis banks who's uh wwe uk nxt uh dakota that's kai dakota you kai know, one of my so, favorites yeah she's lovely eh? really nice person not so nice right now on tv <laughs> <laughs> And now my favorite, my favorite uh, that that's been in and out of your place is uh, Jimmy Havoc. You got a good story there. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people don't know there's a connection between Switchblade and Jimmy Havoc, which uh, I was really, really surprised by. A lot of a lot of people don't know that yet. Do so you want to tell them the connection between you and Jimmy? Yeah, sure. Uh, working with SBW, of course, uh, a good friend of ours, well, mine, Will Power. He's one of our wrestlers here at SPW. His dream match was to face uh, Jimmy Havoc. And we managed to pull a few strings and we brought Jimmy into the country. And uh, as you know, Jimmy Havoc comes out with an axe. Can't can't bring an axe into the country, can he? So uh, I put my hand up and I decided to uh, donate my axe to Jimmy Havoc for that that evening to... uh, basically using my best friend (laughs) sorry will (laughs) and uh and he signed it for me and out of this ex became this personality called jimmy and little jimmy jimmy was born jimmy was born and i'm staring at him now and he's an ugly mother that is an amazing story that's an amazing story nice guy no you know jimmy havoc yeah hardcore in the ring, outside of the ring, nothing but just ticks, tits and giggles, bro. He's 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 a good character. I hear that a lot uh, about him in, in uh, various podcasts. People talk really, really highly about him. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, true, true professional, and uh, you know, willing to to do a lot to help a you know a fledgling yeah. promotion uh, raise its profile. So thanks, Jimmy. So now you you mentioned that Jimmy uh, the axe was born out of Jimmy Havoc, so. Was that was Jimmy the Axe born before you became a promo artist? Like so, no. like Switchblade. Or how did Switchblade come along? Uh, Switchblade came about through uh, an eFed page that I joined <clears throat> last year. Uh, actually, it was it was a toy page, and I went on and I wanted some LJNs. LJN page. Yeah, I'm familiar with that one. Yeah, and this 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 owner guy said. Uh, I'll sell you some LJNs, but you have to do me a promo. And I was like, what's a promo? And he said, have a look. I had a look. And uh, he said, I've got a name for you. You can be the LJN Bushwhacker. 
<laughs> LJ and Switchblade. The Sheepkeepers. So the Sheepkeepers. Oh, that's amazing. So I sort of went Switchblade rather than a Bushwhacker. So what, what made and you pick so uh, Switchblade? Um, at the time, I think Jay White was really hot. Yeah. You know, being the uh, heavyweight champion of the world with New Japan. Yeah, that's right. They, and, yeah. And one guy I've always wanted to see live. Unfortunately, he left New Zealand before he sort of got big. <laughs> and uh, it sort of it sort of stuck. It just yeah, it just sort of carried on with me. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't shake it, and now it's stuck, stuck. And yeah. You know, we, we'd, so you know what's crazy? You, make the you know what's crazy when um so the first person to ever tell me about you was Aussie, right? And also, yeah. he was sending me these promos about, like, he sent me one promo on you. and But the promo he sent me about you was just, like, really serious. Like, you were, like, this killer. And I'm like, wow, this guy's crazy. Like, he's like Dexter, you know? And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then I remember, like, you, you made your uh, AOW a promo debut. And then you had some comedy in there. And it, I was just, like, thrown for a loop, but in a good way. I was just like, where am I right now? <laughs> like, who is this guy? So, like, I guess what I'm getting at is, like, how did, how did, how did you manage to like integrate the comedy with, like, the killer that Switchblade is? Like, what made you do? What made you go that route? Uh, the smiling assassin, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think you can be serious some of the time, but to break that, you need a bit of humor, man. You need to step back and have a laugh. Well, I believe. You know, before I take your head off. <laughs> yeah, there's something uh, sadistic um, about that. Just a little. That's just my savage ways, bro. Yeah, I think it's uh, But <laughs> there is a serious side to me as well. Um, I don't know if we've seen that yet. I think we'll probably get to that because well, now people are going to be chasing me. So I guess... You know, especially when you start showing off the belt on the camera. That's usually when people get more serious about chasing you. Yeah, I, I see a few a few eyes on me at the moment, and uh, yeah, a little bit scared, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and no, I love I love everything about your character, the seriousness, the uh, and then the the comedy. Uh, but there there are some critics out there. There are some critics out there. Uh, as much as they love you, and I definitely want, like I wanted to address this with you. Um, sometimes people see your promos and they're like, they're they're confused by your promos. Either they don't understand, um, they don't read in between the lines correctly, or sometimes they're like, they're so blown away by the promos they don't know what to think of it at the end. So I was I wanted to see what you had to say about that. Looking at Millennium. Well, that's one of them. I thought I looking back at Millennium when I first saw Millennium. Um, I love the weather report. Not the weather report. The real estate stuff was hilarious in the beginning. I thought that was <laughs> Diego. Diego selling uh, what was it? Crack houses. Oh my yeah. god, that was hilarious. Um, Millennium is an interesting one because I'm not too sure. There was a point in the Millennium promo where I got lost. Maybe it was the weather report, but I thought the I thought the promo as a whole was really strong. But there's some moments. Um, that I, that not just Millennium, but in some promos that people can get lost in your promo. But I think that's just the uniqueness 
of Switchblade. Um, and I think I think it's starting to grow on people, but I was interested to see to get your outtake on that. Yeah, so um, I like to tell a visual story as well. Yeah. Uh, when when doing a promo, if you looked at Millennium, um, Switchblade was extremely hungover because um, the week before, the fool got him on the piss and fed him up with alcohol uh, on the way to the show. So he's feeling a bit sorry for himself yeah. at home. Gets the call from the president while he's watching TV. Um, and those are just some of the adverts or anti-ads that yeah. I thought I could tell a story with about with the weather forecaster. It was about being with poor visibility and strong wind because I thought Diego had poor eyesight and smelt funny. Um, awesome, yeah. I see the connection there. Uh, with with the, the financing and the cars, it was just like his world was crumbling. Um, that money doesn't buy you titles yeah. and it's you're not entitled to anything. It's just a fact of life that some things are outside of your control. Um, That's amazing. The other bit was just a montage, bro, just um, to get me hyped and get... So you, you're, you're like get, through and through. You're an ultimate storyteller. Because oh, you. you know what's crazy? Like, I think you're you're on the other side of the card as to how I felt about. I started to realize after we shot the podcast, and I don't know if I talked to Diego about this yet. Um, you know, he left us, so I can't ask him. But <laughs> uh, so, like, if you watch like Laveau versus Aussie, I felt like a lot of people didn't pay attention to like Laveau's contract signing, and when he revealed that he was the one that burned the bar because it was kind of like previews to his promo at Millennium, and I thought it was genius. And I actually felt like I kind of failed to do that with you and with the with your promo, the one that you just explained it, you know, how you were hungover um, and how you're telling the story about his riches. So it's funny how I'm like on the other side of the car with your promo. But I'm get, basically what I'm getting at, and uh, this is something interesting I've been wanting to ask the locker room, is it time that we start to judge hype promos with match promos as one? What do you think? Mm. That's a good question. Uh, <clears throat> I don't see why. Not. Yeah, because I feel like people, people's stories, people's stories tend to get lost when, when they're being judged, you know? Yeah, and if you're not paying close attention to the people you're facing or all the show as a whole, I think yeah. people do get lost. Um, I know for myself, I like to watch the whole thing. I like to take notes about who's on the card, who's performing. And uh, if there's ever the chance that I'm facing these people, there's things that I can uh, maybe use against them or um, to add to my own story. So with the likes of Diego, I think I was just fortunate that, uh, he became my focus of a story because he rolled me up and pinned me and embarrassed me in front of my family, bro. So, you know, regardless how I went through the tournament, because I didn't yeah. go very far in that, he was just going to be, I'm just after you, bro. You know, I just want to see if I can have another match with you one-on-one -on -one and and try and chase that as a story. It was a nice story of Chase, of Chase of Glory. Really nice story. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed working with Diego. I mean, he's not here, but um, we got to talk away from the promos as well. 
and uh, just quietly, he's quite a nice person. Yeah. You know, he's a little <laughs> bit lost at the moment, but you know, I kind, I kind of like him. You know, there's a lot of good. Yeah, things did you watch our last, in, the last interview I had with him on uh, was Days Pandora? Uh, he looked pretty lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a soul, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like even Sam quit on him. Okay. Well, he's probably the guy who makes his bed because that guy was just in a shambles. In a <laughs> yeah, mess. he looked like he was in a rut. I mean, that basically the story you told that Millennium was basically a foreshadowing of the future. You took his riches. Oh, I had that habit, eh? Yeah, a bit of a tohunga or a susa. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So now, now that yeah. you're, you're the United Nations champion, you, know, you, um, you explain how your promo worked there. Uh, what is next for Switchblade? I mean, like, is there any promo artist in AOW that you look at and say, man, I want to work with the guy? Yeah, there's quite a few. Uh, I really would like to work with... Uh, Mr. Laveau, I think he tells a I think you story. guys, that would be phenomenal. Really impressed. Really impressed with yeah. what he had and or he and Ozzy had for Millennium. I thought the build-up was great. Yeah. The storytelling was phenomenal and it just created a really nice tension uh, for that main event at Millennium. It was like, oh, finally, yeah, yeah. they're on. Not knocking anybody else. I thought Millennium overall was a really great show. Yeah. That we had. Um, yeah. It's not, just un unfortunate just a couple that, matches. You know, yeah. some people didn't. Yeah, and I'd really like to see those. Now, serious. Uh, so, yeah, Mr. You Mr. and Laveau, Laveau. Very, you guys are very, you and I mean, Laveau, who's really in Ivan behind the scenes, you guys are very similar because Ivan is very, uh, like, when he starts a story with somebody, he he has to put a lot of thought into what he's doing. He's he's, he's kind of he's very much like you, where you guys, you both of you and him, storytellers, and he like he likes to build up to his promos, and I see that in you as well. So, a story, uh, a match between you and him, or I should say, a program between you and him, will be absolutely crazy. Oh, for sure. Uh if you were to ask my children, Dave, they, they, they oh, think Bishop guy. fans. Um, they yeah. think he's got great presence. My younger one's just enthralled with Bishop, him. really? You know. Yeah. Again, Dad. That's yeah. crazy. Um, it might be the way he has his cadence as well. He's yeah. Got nice he's got presence. a lot of charisma. A lot of charisma. Film on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could say awesome, <laughs> but I'm not going to. Hello, Kyle. Kyle, he's he's obsessed with that title. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you focus <laughs> on something else, you know, Mister Awesome. Um, but there are there are honestly there there are a lot of people out there that have have just stepped up at their game yeah. since I started with you guys. You know, um, Michael Stars, <laughs> I think. Michael Scars, you know, a lot of people laugh at me, but I always say, like, Michael, Michael Scars, if they pay attention to when Michael first started with us till, till now, I know he hasn't been showcased that much recently. And that and that's been purposely done because I want him to take a step back to observe more. Um, but Mike was, he's yeah. done a tremendous 180 from when he first started. Tremendous one. He's just got to keep growing. 
Yeah. I, yeah. Another dream match if you want me to have one. I'd like to take on Jay. Oh, Jay Vega. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. A lot of people don't <laughs> give, you know, like um, we were, we, we were doing these uh, awards that we have yet to present because of some behind the scenes issues. But, you know, we were talking about um, promo artists of the year and there was a few, I guess I, I hate to call them fans because it's just, you know, um, spectators. I feel like we're not in that fan stage yet, but there's a few people on our page that view us every week. And when they saw the promo artist of the year, two or three of them actually messaged me. They messaged me and, um, and it hit me like, you know, he's not a competing promo artist, but he is a promo artist and a lot of people sleep on him. He's pretty good. Yeah. I don't think he should. He's, he's yeah. very good. Uh, charisma, you know, very comfortable in front of the camera. Delivers very yeah. well. Um, I kind of like him, you know. I like all you guys. Yeah, I think my, my personal match serious, is uh, Switchblade versus Gary Gautam. I think that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he was my first introduction to the match, I think. Oh, Gary. Poor Gary. Yeah. Oh, he's another character, yeah. you know. I like him a lot. I like a lot of these, uh, what do you call them? The jobbers? Yeah, the promo jobbers. <laughs> yeah, I think, wow, you know, they go out there week in, week out, and regardless of what happens, they just do the dirty work. Now, here's an interesting thing. Uh, so, in our, our United Nations title is very much like the real United States championship in WCW, where if you were WCW US champion, you were considered number one contender for the world title after your reign. Which uh, Diego Diamond probably should be uh, facing Aussie soon, but that would mean that you would be next in line for the Elite Championship if Aussie's still champion. That would be an interesting dynamic. Yeah, it would be a bit of a trans Tasman yeah. rivalry. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be. No, you guys collectively, Sorry. you guys are known as Body Count, right? That's right, yeah. Um, Ozzy's the guy who brought me into the arts, and he's basically the guy who believed that I could yeah. do this. He said, "You know, you've got something. You you could you could do this on the arts of wrestling, and get rid of these cheap bullshit ether yeah. pages, and come and join us." And I was like, "Yeah, you're right." Because I looked at the product and I went, "Oh, yeah, they've got production value. We try. You know, they we try story." <laughs> You know, you're not on ranting on a live for, for hours on end like some of the ones I was watching. I was going, yeah, this is getting yeah. old very quickly. So when I came, came to the arts, it was like a breath of fresh air because there was no, there was no BS on the page. Um, people were civil to you when you messaged them and talked to them. So I can't speak. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, but I, it's been like that because I used to be part of other places uh you know uh, beyond the belts champions universe a couple other places um my biggest complaint about the promo world was the presentation when somebody won a promo match i thought it was so lame to go live and say hey this person won and um i would always look for a, a unique way to present the winner um so my thing was like why don't we like make it more special to you know, because these people put so much work into their promos. Let's make it special to announce 
uh, their winner as a reward. And uh, so we came up with the 2K concept. Oh, I, uh, it was me and some guy named Juan who's no longer around. And believe it or not, uh, maybe out of the 20 promo artists that I had potentially working with me, only two of them believed in the product at the time. It was Five Mouth Aussie and D Psycho. And that was the only two that joined the Arch of Wrestling. <laughs> It's absolutely crazy, eh? Because it, the two K just adds that extra bit of um, spice to what you're watching, and it's, you know, it's not, it's, yeah. it's that unpredictability while you're watching. I mean, if you could have seen my face when I lost at Independence Day, my children <laughs> were just cracking up at me, and I was just like, "Really? Yeah. I go out yeah. like that?" You know, I didn't take it personally. I just thought. Wow, that was it's the ultimate story of this guy put in so, it was the ultimate story of this guy put in all the work and here comes the two percenter and just takes his hard work, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. Well, I, I, you know, especially because I, I love the fact, I love the fact yeah, that your kids you are go. so I like I was telling Diego, like, I can't wait until uh, to see your kids holding the title. I love the fact that they're so into it. It's pretty we'll, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll get cold steel and young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be a few things in there. Yeah, but I, I can't wait to see that, man. Um, yeah, you know what's it's crazy because the 2K, um, I didn't realize the dynamic of it at the time, but the 2K makes the characters come to life and the characters make the 2K come to life. So it's like they, they both give each other life. It's a weird dynamic with the 2K aspect. I know, and I, I don't get who's <laughs> yeah. the There's no concussions. Although some people have retired from the arts because of a, a surgeries. Which blows my mind. Believe it or not. Yeah, like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what we're going to call oh, them going forward, but her surgery. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see you with the championship, man. You certainly earned it. Um, like I think yours, yours and Diego's story was definitely my favorite um, story being told going in, because uh, it, it's. I think you were the longest. Like you, were, you guys were the definition of slow burn. We slow burn Switchblade and Diego Diamond. That was a long story, and I loved it. I loved many of it. But um, yeah, well, I thought after King of the Promos that that was it. Yeah. I thought. Oh, I got him. And the kids were going, it doesn't end like that, does it? I was thinking, maybe. And yeah, no. I did pin him. Uh, but no, no, it doesn't end until that title is on your way. He's a good competitor. It's the ultimate good guy story. <laughs> but um, I just, yeah. Can I just say thanks to everybody who put up, you know, all that work last year. I've just been counting yeah. how many promos I did for you last year and how many hours. So I know that everyone who's listening or involved with the arts had done just the same, and it's incredible. It's I appreciate that, man. Yeah, and that's why we took be, our time coming back yeah. because I needed. Um, I think Diego put it best to me in, uh, behind the scenes is that we to the point where um, we've grown so much as a brand that it's time that we start to add help behind the scenes so we can sustain ourselves and grow further. And um, so that was the whole point of, of taking our time to come back. It was uh, 
sure that we keep growing as a brand, that we evolve, but that we put the right people in place behind the scenes so it doesn't fall apart anymore. Um, so, so, and it's for that kind of reaction, you know, for people like you that appreciate uh, the work that goes into it and put in just as much as our work into it. So, definitely appreciate it. Yeah, and it take, take, takes Diego a bit of time to heal. Yeah, I, I mean, still yeah, I mean, you did throw him off the cage. <laughs> well, it was easy to be thrown off, wasn't it? You know, that was exactly what we had in market It was the the, the falling of a uh, falling from grace of all his riches, Diego Diamond. But I uh, was Diego. Diego stepped up on uh, Millennium. I thought he brought a really strong performance. Uh, like, did you notice the difference between Diego's promos prior to the one at Millennium? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. My first comment was when I was watching it, it was like, has he seen, this? Has he seen my promo? Because it felt like, oh yeah. shit, he's changing channels on me. It just felt really uncanny. I mean, we yeah. spoke about putting the, yeah, cage in front of the camera to give it that, that depth of field, which was, you know, that was nice that he took that on board. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I thought that was his best. I was surprised. Career. Cause I was behind the camera for, and all he told me was that he was gonna bring out this like, hip hop thing. And at first I'm like, yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. But in my mind I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and uh, I thought he did. I thought he knocked it out the park. I thought he did a good job. He did. I mean, I mean, he's not. He 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 did put it out there that he is not interested <laughs> in cashing in his rematch with you. Why? What do you think that is? I don't know. Maybe yeah, some of your fans think he's running. Maybe he's just gonna. All right, he, he might be want to pick up too. behind you again and, so, and roll you up again. While I'm down. Yeah. Oh, that'll be interesting. Be <laughs> that would be interesting. But uh, <laughs> so, as I close this episode, I like to throw. I like to play this game called word association. You know, you know what that is. You're a teacher, right? Sometimes, yeah. So, Sometimes. word association, uh, meaning I throw a word out there, uh, thought or impression of what I just said. So, in English. <laughs> in English. So the first one. Uh, okay. First one would be. Diego Diamond. Fear. Ronnie James. Do you want me to expand on that? <laughs> Marlena. Jimmy Jacobs. AEW. I don't know. WWE. <laughs> cheese, cheese. Why does that come to mind? Cheese. I mean, I love the product, and I, you know, I didn't grow up with it. <laughs> it is cheese. Cheese. Uh, traveling. Yeah. Hard. Hard on my family when I'm away. So often. Favorite championship. Uh, 
it would be the NWA. The five mile awesome. gold. And the one, bro, bro, Jimmy, yeah. Which one? And this is the tricky one right here, the final one. Both of them. Elite championship. Gold. Gold. Well, actually, let me let me throw one more at you, actually. That yeah, one I'm supposed to end with is Millennium Three. Yeah, Millennium Three. It's, it's what do you? Word. Well, it's the first thing that comes to mind. Future. Uh, first thing that comes to mind is. Yeah, that's. Uh, I thought. I thought that may be the case. That's. I want people. I want people to be like, oh. Oh dear. <laughs> I'd like to think I could. Yeah, I'm curious to see. I'm curious. I would be curious to see who would it be to get there with. If, if I get there, I mean, I, I yeah. look at the last millennium that the first one that I did for you guys. That that was honestly myself and my friend Aaron, like two months of just talking about it, writing ideas, seeing who potential, you know potential opposition might be it was yeah a lot of work before we actually started filming you know just showing the fact i'm gonna start using that one talking showing the fact do here my podcast is (laughs) just chewed fat yeah (laughs) i'm thinking but right man it's been (laughs) awesome talking to you uh, right hey um look i've been thinking about it I, I want to sit down for this uh, podcast interview. Uh, I'll be a gentleman. I'll be um, if we can we can start it. We can start. It. I'll, I'll be cool. We're about to end. We're just we're we were just closing the podcast. What do you mean? You, you're not supposed to do this without me. Dude, you've been gone for like thirty six minutes. Well, we did you look. <laughs> I, I don't think you know how this works. Where it's it's the hot mic podcast Where? with uh, David and Diego, or how it's going to be going forward. Diego and David. Um, so, well, bro, sometimes the firm goes out on dates without Shirley. That's awesome. You know, I like that analogy. Well, that, that that's actually what happened. Wait, wait, you guys are going buddy buddy now. I don't, I don't see what's going on. The podcast is over, dude. So, so, so I can't, I can't even ask. I had, I had a sheet of questions I was just writing out in the hallway right now. I got ask one question. No, no, forget it. Just end it. Friend, end yeah, ask one question. <laughs> no, no, no. You heard my feelings already. You guys, whatever. Whatever. It could be the Switch and David show, whatever. All right, that's, no. that's good with me. Yeah, I like that one, actually. So, great. Uh, well, I guess we'll end it there. So. Thank you, Diego. Jeez, double day. Okay. Uh, okay, well, I guess see you guys next time. Or we'll hear you. We'll, or no, I guess hear us next time. What a mark.